0: We're doing this test, right? And, and they're like, all right, follow us around. So everybody's following the team around their portentous places to like go and do stuff and things for video footage that they're cutting to throw on YouTube, which you can go watch. We go and we fight this like dragon, uh, or really worm, I guess, really more appropriately in like this kind of like dungeon and stuff. Go in there, we fight it, kill it, right? People loot. People, someone else looted, by the way. Not a problem. No, there weren't any loot rules. Like he wasn't telling anybody, like, "Hey, don't loot anything," or "Hey, we need to try to loot this." We go to this like brood spider mother or whatever her, she, her name is appropriately, and fighting her and stuff. And I'm there and we're fighting. And I got the nice guild tag on. I'm rocking, and they're like, "We're recording." I'm like, "Cool, we're gonna be in a video, right? Awesome." We're going and killing it and stuff. What What do you do, Delta? What do you do whenever you kill something well, in the world? You gotta
1: loot it right away.
0: Hello. Yeah. It obviously, right? Like yeah, obviously a
1: shiny, a shiny thing you're working at. Now. Thank you.
0: Know. It's normal, right? It's normal for anybody, anybody that's played MORPG. Okay, okay. So I loot, right? And then if you go watch his PI video, which I've done since done since he was on the show recently, and I feel really good about having seen this now. You see him go to try to loot the spider boss to like share the loot and show it with people, and he's like kind of sounds bummed out and disappointed that he can't. Well, I looted that boss because that's what you do, you loot the shiny thing. And I got this like uh gear. Couldn't wear it and everything. Then he was talking about on a live stream about how like he was trying <laughs> to um show the loot, but someone looted it. And they're like, all these people are going, oh, someone ninja looted the gear and all the stuff. It's like, no, 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 no. Actually, we went in a group. Everybody was randomly running around, looted it because that's what you do. And then nobody said anything about not looting it. So it's not ninja looting, it's fair. Okay, fair loot. So,
1: no, the loot's not tied to everyone. Like only one person can loot a corpse at that time. At that time in that test, well, how are you supposed to know? Hey, hey
0: every person for themselves. I'm grabbing it. Yep, Thank exactly. You. Thank you very much, my precious. in yeah. chat, I saw that. Yeah, exactly.
2: Everyone, mm-hmm. you ninja deep down. That's enough
0: murder, it. bunny. That's enough. Were you the army. tank? On the horizon, they saw the sun shining, as it slowly set over the mountains and ruins left behind by their ancestors, who had once escaped this planet thousands of years ago. As it set, they began to notice the glow of a red-amber aura off in the distance, shrouded by a thicket. The Pathfinder's companions looked to one another with a smile, began to make their way down the steps to prepare for the adventures calling to them. Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I'm your host, Phoenix, also known as Samorg, and I'm joined today by our returning Pathfinders. Let's welcome back again, Daedalus. Hello, everyone. Also, let's welcome back everybody's social bunny, murder bunny, terror bunny, whatever, Basil. <laughs> Greetings. Look, proper <laughs> introduction after that fiasco last week, dude. That's all I got to say to you, man. All right. And welcome back. And some people are going to be like, what do you mean? Welcome back. Welcome back. Delta. What's up, dude? It's been ages. What's up? Yeah,
1: we just look at what? Is that what that
0: we, was? we looked it up and I wrote that shit down just so I could cite this correctly, because information, accurate information is very valuable, isn't it? So <laughs> Episode 21. These were during the Simcast days, September of 2018. Holy hell, dude, basically. He was here when this show was a little tore up from the floor up, and Sim was figuring out what the hell he was doing with himself as a podcaster and all that. So don't go back and look at the episode. Don't. Look
1: look how far you've come. Look at the animation when you started, man. I
0: know, dude. dude? (laughs) Back then, Sim was a square. yes a squire right. a valiant a valiant squire of the light which is an important important mm, element mm. to like note here okay 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 shenanigans all right before we get dug in too deep got to give a shout out to uh the home of this podcast over at hq.com community curated website for ashes of creation and also a shout out to all the imperial flames here on the channel which are the supporters here who subs- subscribe here on twitch youtube and on patreon um, all of the people who are also posting awesome comments and sharing the podcast and all the podcast places like Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and I'm sure I'm missing several other ones. But they're there linked somewhere. If you watch this video, it's there too. It's also pinned to the top of the profile for the show over at, at Ashes Pathfinder on Twitter. Um, we do not have any iTunes reviews to review today, but if you'd like to do so, it's also pinned there. Greatly appreciated And Keep in mind, if you leave a comment, we will read it here on the show. You can also call in 215396646801 leave a uh, message for the show and we'll you know basically play it as long as it's not like a little cray whenever we go live next time all right you can <laughs> shoot us some mail if you do that digitally over at, at ashespathfinders at gmail.com and our pathfinder girl will get that to us at some point in time but not today because we just started this show friends so that being said all the stuff and things are out the way what are we left with today i'm rhyming okay we're left We're up. We're up the good stuff. We're left with the good stuff. OK, OK. Did you guys watch the most recent live stream?
3: Might have might have caught it. Mm-hmm. You might have? Really?
0: You did? You might have. I mean, it's kind of like a prereq for the show, though, so I'm hoping that's actually some
3: bullshit. Yeah, that, that that's that's some bullshit. I'm All
0: right, cool. All right. Yeah, so. Pause. We'll get to it in just a second, actually. Got an announcement. Y'all may or may not have seen it over on the Twitter. If you're over there doing the thing. The HQ needs you. Wait, what the hell was that? <laughs> what the hell was that? It's a call to arms. We're recruiting for our content creation team over on AshesHQ.com. The people that are going to curate the content for the website. I've already got a couple people who hit me up. Got a couple meetings with them. It's looking looking bright. But if you want to cement your place in Ashes of Creation history... On that domain, and then come join the Discord, hit me up. We'll set up a meeting and chat and stuff. We're looking for people that are very, very much community oriented and willing to help people to better understand the game and all of its many layers, right? Oh, nice. Cement heavy man. It is, it is. Not not in the drag you down sense though. Horrendous. That's a very, very important uh I think that's an important uh, uh to make there. Trying. <laughs> chat chat man all right i haven't gotten in too much for my chat today yet so um anyway there is a tweet on uh twitter so i'm gonna go ahead and share that in uh, our chat here get all this stuff out the way that way we can talk about ooh the good stuff okay takeaways guys what was the big thing that stood out for you on the ashes of creation live stream anybody no particular order
1: well, of other dragons i mean yeah i'm watching it right now um <laughs> just the interaction with the players and environment uh the graphics is obviously spectacular but it it seems to be working pretty well Mm -hmm. kind of skeptical but you don't see like you know players hitting it 30 meters back or you have to be like right on top of the hit box and and so on so obviously they can pick whatever footage they want but it does seem to be pretty pretty functional as Mm -hmm. well stunning visually Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. I was surprised to see it looking that clean. I mean, Steven likes to go as 4K when possible and share it and all that stuff. But man, those things are massive, man. They they are. And if you're watching here live, we've got this uh, dragons uh, footage playing currently live. Um, They shared three different dragons, um, which we're going to talk about some of their abilities that were shared. Uh, But gentlemen like Faisal Daedalus.
2: I really, as as uh, Deltia said, um, the dragons did have a really huge spotlight on, on it. And uh, the fact that you get to see a dragon that flies in the air and moves from side to side, from player to player, and does AOE damage and all the chaotic mayhem. Yeah, I, that's that is amazing. <laughs>
3: yeah, definitely. actual dragons with actual mechanics was was very cool. Um I did um I would have to agree, you know, in addition to looking pretty with all those spell effects going off, things were pretty darn smooth. Yeah,
0: was I was loving
3: that that was uh, that was really good. I think the other kind of big takeaway for me was just some of the physics they're working on. Um, that was a real nice surprise when they showed some of the buoyancy stuff they were working on. Uh, and especially like what they're shooting for in terms of ships on the sea that just that you know that was really exciting and i think in general i think the the stream was super packed with stuff and it's Mm -hmm. i mean generally they're doing a great job with it but this felt like it was like extra awesome Mm -hmm. plus the fact that you know it's right around the corner for alpha preview so yeah it was it was a great show
2: they put Something really nice together this time around. Yeah, I um, and a lot of the community actually thought that they weren't going to work on the naval content until they like after release or something. Yeah, like that would be like the update, like uh, one point two. You know,
0: uh, yeah. I was but this is really interesting. <laughs> I was shocked to see anything related to that. Like even even though they just had like the the boat out there, which I'm going to show that in a little while too. We'll, we'll get to that a little bit, but. Um. Yeah. What about the you know the big one? I don't know. There's a big one though. There's a big one.
1: It looks like, it looks like EverQuest. It looks like old school EverQuest, except obviously better graphics. I mean, mm-hmm. just just what all the players running around with this super huge massive boss reminds mm-hmm. me of old old school MMOs. We got to get sixty deep to take. <laughs> And like mm-hmm. one of the best PVP experiences I had was back in Warhammer Online. Now, this goes online is somewhat like this, but it seemed like Warhammer Online—you'd have these massive, huge raids, like at these gates. Uh, and it kind of reminds me of that. Obviously, the PVE elements, but it just feels like EverQuest. Just looking at it, with a million players running around, beating on the thing in open world environment. Because I assume this is open world, not instance based. Right. right? Correct. Yeah. yeah yeah that's pretty sick so every player can see i wonder how long or how back visually you can see it so imagine if you can see all these special effects kind of rolling back like what the hell is that kind of like a dolman Elder Scrolls online right you're gonna get that you're like you start getting closer hearing the roar and all this and the the sparks and the yeah it it looks pretty cool
0: yeah it's pretty crazy man i just this is not something i was expecting to see us have and the, the last thing they talked about was like, maybe we're going to get to see some siege stuff they're incorporating in from APOC into the test environment. I didn't even expect that to be something they'd even be talking about until. I don't know, like maybe in June or after that at some point, like that was kind of my expectation of if I was like working off of some sort of a educated guess, speculating whatever that was. That was for me. I didn't expect to see anything like this like now. So I was like shocked especially since they had delayed the testing, the open no NDA testing that was going to happen in March to like now or to like what? Mid May. I was like, I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm just hoping they get the whatever's going on with their code and stuff that they got to work out squared away so that we can just get in there and like test it out and that they're not, you know, delaying any further. But then it's like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to be. We're definitely on board for May. We're good. We're good. Also, check all this shit out. You're like, what the? What?
1: Such a big game. There's there's so many systems, and that's why I'm kind of skeptical about it. Yeah, there's just so many systems, and if AAA games can't pull it off, mm-hmm. no offense or whatever, uh-huh. maybe maybe I'm just a grouchy skeptic. But my <laughs> god, flying mounts—you have so many things, and it probably works in a closed environment with a thousand people, ten thousand. You get a million people in here, they're going to break stuff. Mm-hmm they're going to think they're going to there's meatballs that run around try to find every little hole. oh i'm a meatball i'm one of them i'm going to try to sit and find every single gear piece that i can just solo a dragon mm-hmm. mathematical yeah. advantage and that's what i'm afraid of but um yeah i guess people will get that once it goes no nda it'll be curious what really goes down when it hits the larger
0: mm-hmm. yeah speaking I of mean, larger training
2: that's one of the reasons he's trying to get more people in into the he wants to add more meatballs into the spaghetti
1: if that makes sense
0: meatballs into spaghetti (laughs) are we just going to call the game spaghetti
1: now Is that was happening (laughs) i'm just a meatball and you get a million of me's running around it's going to be an issue Mm -hmm. (laughs) for anyone
0: Mm mm-hmm yeah i mean that's the main thing is like you know they've been talking about the battle sizes and you know those types of things in in an open world that's that's the big that's the big concern is like for me it's the server stability and just combat like how combat works and whether it's like you know breaks easy or if it's like i don't know i'm not going to say super meta necessarily i'm not really so so much worried about that as much as i'm just it functioning specifically because of the, which I know we talked about this somewhat recently when you were streaming uh, Delta, which was like the, you know, the combat system. Yeah. You kind of like yeah. inquired about, about that. It. Yeah. About it a more. So yeah, so like, so basically, I was watching Delta. He was streaming over on YouTube, which, by the way, you're actually over on. You're gonna be doing your live streams on Twitch now, right? Like that's yep. the thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we're gonna be shouting out that Thanks. stuff at the end, everybody. So stay tuned. He's coming back to Twitch for the live streams. He does most of his <laughs> YouTube over on you know YouTube, and there's plenty of people here that you know, are in Discord stuff, actually know Delta's content pretty well and everything. And um, some people that don't, you know, definitely check him out. You know, he does a lot of really great content around ESO. Um, So uh, I would say probably I'd say I'd say you're pretty objective. You know, you try to keep things balanced and like a pretty positive outlook, you know, but at the same time, like, you know, constructive criticisms and things like that, trying to like make sure that you're not just like, you know, super fanboy about everything, but at the same time, positive
1: skeptic positive skeptic? positive
0: skeptic yeah it's a good way of putting it
1: positive.
0: yeah but we were talking about the combat system and so the combat system you know I kind of view it like this like I view the traditional tab target style and they want a hybrid system they want to where people have a little bit and this kind of ties into player agency a bit and that's being able to have a bit of a choice in terms of like your play style and if you want to be a little more tab target or heavily tab target, you know, style, you could play that way. If you want to be more action combat style, you could play more that way, right? There's definitely pros and cons to both. And this kind of ties in their risk versus reward sort of, uh, you know, game uh, pillar, if you will. Uh, But what they're going for is being able to make it so people have that choice. And then, of course, the thing with that is like, it the, for me is the fluidity of it. It, it feeling comfortable and feeling fluid and feeling organic and so if I'm doing like using a reticle system um which I've got you can see like when they when they play like you can kind of see it in some of the gameplay footage and um and I can even talk about some of the stuff I've been involved in because he let us talk about the pi test which is all public info and stuff at this point and in the public uh in the pi test it was kind of like you hit a button currently to switch between what's strictly tab target and 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 then hit it back to go like strictly action. So <clears throat> it's definitely not there yet based on what I experienced at that time. Uh, I think I see what they're going for, and I don't think that their their goal is that like you're going to have a button to flip between the two. I think their goal is that you probably are going to be choosing to, I think, maybe potentially augment. I think the augmentation system is the big piece. And that's like that's the real theory crafting of it all. That's like the layers of, um, you know, weapon passives and like armor. And um, oh, man, uh, the augmentation system is like we don't we don't even know how it's all planned out yet. But essentially, it's your first augments going to be like, let's say I go tank primary and I want to be a paladin, right? Because that's my style. I'm going to go cleric as a second. And that secondary class is going to augment the primary, right? So that's one example of augmentation. So then it changes some of those skills to a degree in terms of how they play out. And then based on other things like um, religious orders, perhaps, or social uh, systems and stuff like that, all the other layers that are going on in the game. Um, yeah, you all, uh, bringer shit and chat. I see it coming. It's fine. It's all right, man. I'm, c- I'm comfortable in who I am. Um, real quick, real yeah. quick.
1: Um, what's the incentive to do tab target? Because for me, so I, I, I mm-hmm. my heart goes back to Elder Scrolls Online. Sure. I can kind of think of their reasoning why Elder Scrolls mm-hmm. Online is very casual in terms of yeah. people aren't playing for mastery in general. A lot of people struggle with the combat; it's just too complex, yeah. and fast paced. And yeah. this is a global cooldown system, like other games. I assume, right? Yeah, yeah. What is the global cooldown?
0: Is it one second or Ooh. one point? Great question. That's not going to be determined until there's plenty of testing. So there's a yeah, it's it's not Mm ironed out yet.
1: Because I'm curious about that. That's going to speak to their player base. If you want a really quick, twitchy game, you're going to have a lot less global cooldown. And I'm wondering if the tab target system is in place for folks that are used to World of Warcraft, Mm -hmm. older school Star Wars or Republic games. What do you think?
0: Yeah, that's been my vibe. I've 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 worked under the assumption that this is their objective to to kind of i'm not gonna say necessarily cater but to ensure that a, a wider audience is more i think maybe adapted to play their game because of the fact you've got those old school people versus the people that like the new like like you called talked about before sweaty meatballs right the ones that are like try hard
1: <laughs> I'm yeah, go
0: <laughs> this goes back to forge and fire everybody goes back to that episode uh... did a little bit of research for today just a little bit Uh, not a lot but a little bit okay point is though is that i think they want like you know the newer generations that are more focused they play like more black desert maybe more elder scrolls um or you know maybe even maybe the fps type style gamers because like when i go back and look at apoc um i'm thinking of like d phantom he's uh, another creator here in the uh, ashes community and he's like really good right like he was that young Around 1819 guy a couple years ago, right? We're all playing in APOC and he's running around just popping everybody, like wrecking mm. people, right? I mean, he's so good at action combat. It's like and at FPS style games. He's just really good, right? So for him, like action combat, probably all the way when I see him playing this game. But I think of like some of the other people that maybe have been around a lot longer. Maybe their game that they played a lot of was like EverQuest or like World of Warcraft or something. Well, then they're probably going to be a lot more tab target now. Me, I don't know where I'm going to land on this personally. I, I could go either way. I, I think it depends on how the augmentation system works and more specifically how the different skills play out, uh, action versus tab, because it could, it could be that certain skills are going to just be stronger to play tab. Like where i maybe, I think that like, you know, tab target going to have the guarantee that's usually going to hit a specific way. You're going to get this much damage based on your stats. You're going to get crits, but then, you know, action combat on the other hand you got the potential for things like maybe headshots or things of that nature what they, they talked about the yeah that's the incentive yeah
1: so you're gonna have people that mm-hmm. are dustingly good yes they're no-brainer they're not gonna go nope. To Mm-mm.
0: yeah nope it's fascinating yeah so that's the tricky part to balance right to make sure that it's just
1: uh, Oof. Dude, how do you give them incentives to do that but not make it overpowered <laughs> that is a yes i
0: so when we go back to where I'm like, where I look at the combat and I'm like, uh, I've got to see how this goes, man. This is the thing I'm a lo- the most concerned about along with that and server stability. Those are the two things. Um, I was about uh, to address yeah. the service stability point. Yeah. Like that, that plays a
2: really big role in MMORPGs because oh, yeah. like, if, if let's say, okay, if you're talking about action combat, sure there might be, uh, really skilled in what they do, but if they don't have that pink stability, they are they're they're dead. Essentially, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they're going to hit the action combat of the uh, side of it, especially uh, if they're yes. playing mage, ranger, or like anything ranged. More specific, so um, yeah, like uh, th- that's the incentive I see if you want to make people switch from action combat to tab targeting. Because tab targeting doesn't fully mitigate it, but somewhat. It doesn't make you miss, essentially. Unless if the server just freaks out and decides, yeah, you didn't press that action, that's a different story.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. So we could talk about combat all day. We we (laughs) always come back to combat, man, and server performance like for me the server performance and you know the combat system like those two are the ones that if there was any part of the game that i because like i'm not really concerned about the node system or any of that because i mean the tests i can talk about like it's clearly functional and everything making it more of a smooth transition than what we've seen that's more of my concern um in that regard and then just the layers but to me it's like definitely coming down like server performance and the combat uh Fluidity, so it just doesn't feel like because some they had like this thing where the uh the mage fireball, you guys remember, like where it was like the animation was like, I was like, oh, this is just no man, this is not you jumping up in the air, charging a fireball, and then lobbing it. it's like, okay, we need to take out that whole time of that whole going, up and levitating, no. Exactly. <laughs> I need to be able to just kind of roll around jump flick my fireball do my spell chuck in you know on the go like Don't that
2: forget the 360 no scope <laughs> yeah
1: mm. Is it going to be a massive server like elder scrolls online or are they going to have mm. they call them realms and realms, and so mm-hmm. realms. that that worries me dude yeah <laughs> That's what happens launch happens you're going to have yeah. a bazillion realms yep. and you're going to be that Ass clown that's in the realm that they get, you know, they, they merge with someone else. They're gonna oh, have other dickheads gonna take deltia and I'm gonna be fully triggered. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're gonna be like, "Oh man, you, we were you were talking about this with Star of the Old Republic, because I remember that." oh,
1: I, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> yeah. I had Delta come back into the game, log in. Yeah, your server merged. You have to rename. Okay, cool. Wait. Every name Delta, some asshole took deltia and they got it. Well, there wasn't like a paper, rock, scissors to figure out who who gets Delta. No, it's uh, just they got it. Oh, man. Sick. So, and it's rant here, but mm-hmm. that worries me because we've all experienced that mm-hmm. if we've played the L.O. Hampshire well long enough. But yes. I don't know what the workaround is besides that mm-hmm. big. Uh, and I think maybe something I take for granted is that massive server.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, the mega server for like, yeah, the Elder Scrolls Online. Mm -hmm. for example Mm -hmm. um definitely one of the concerns so how about the big one we haven't even touched on it. we're 28 up like 20 minutes or something in we didn't even talk about the fact they're open up alpha one cells again may 5th with the introduction reintroduction of the intrepid pre-order packs which pre-ordering not the game you're pre-ordering some stuff and things that come in the pack and, and you're getting in on helping test the game like it's not a the game doesn't have a box cost keep that in mind um, there's a lot of people that have been waiting for that. I've been waiting for people to get in on that, too, because I've got like a lot of people that I know, like in the community, like, you know, uh, my, you know, my lady Mel wants to play. I got homies in mm-hmm. my guild that want to play Then I don't want. I mean, I want more people to play with when I'm testing alpha. I don't want to be running alone, you know, with handful of people. Like, I'd love to have a bunch of people in there. So this was really good news. Uh, and the fact that it's they gave us a date already, I wasn't expecting I expected the date to be released sometime during that one week. I thought they'd be like, ah, we're going to do the one week of, you know, no NDA. We're going to hype people up. We're going to go, oh, you want to get it on the action? Maybe you can play in June. Why don't you go do a pre-order pack? That's what I figured. Nope. They, they announced it on the damn stream. And I was like, oh, OK, that happened. That's going to be big. I already know a lot of people in our community that are going to be signing up and then yeah, when now when they're going to get to play, I don't know. I, I saw some discussion around that, too, which was is it going to be for that one week period in May? Is it going to be probably for June? Um, I don't know. I feel like maybe June. But then again, I, you don't know. Just speculation, really.
1: You think uh, big time streamers are going to play it?
0: Oh, yeah. We've already got like <laughs> some. He did this round robin thing last summer where he went and he went to like did interviews with like so basically lazy and peon put a video out Then Asmongold saw it. So then he wanted to chat with Steven. So Steven jumped on his stream and chat with him. And then Summit 1G wanted to chat too. So he talked to him. Then, and then Shroud was there. And then Tim the Tatman wanted to chat with them. So then he went and chat with Tim the Tatman. So now you got like all these big dogs that are going to, they're totally going to be there playing.
2: Here's here's the thing Shroud actually was a part of the Kickstarter. There's
0: a lot of people. Mm Other streamers. There's a lot of people that have that have probably backed this game that, that we're not even aware of that are just all like, hush, hush silent. I haven't even told people about it, man. I mean, in, in the streamer world, at their level, they're basically tied to specific games
1: based yep. on mm-hmm. contracts and so on. Yeah, yep,
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm. So... I got a comment here in chat. I want to read from Crucible Gaming Network saying so with that thought right now, there's a conception across the net of money wise with AOC buy this and buy that cosmetic accesses when the game is supposedly funded to release Deadpool's out question. So, yeah, I mean, it's just further funding. I mean, I'm not going to like really white knight why they do it or anything like that. I mean, it's up to them how they choose to fund it. You know, I mean, that to mm. me isn't a thing like when Steven's already put in over, like, what, 30 some mil of his own money. Plus, he got what was it? How much on the Kickstarter? Eight or something. How much did he get
1: from the Kickstarter? It was, yeah, yeah, it was like eight, it was eight, eight or, or nine it million. It was
0: a lot. Yeah. And most of that funding was to actually expand upon systems. So like the stock exchange, the social systems, naval content, Underrealm, um, to name some of the ones off the top of my head, I can actually hit on. Um, yeah. And okay.
2: Th- so- I I don't So the amount that they raised was three million two hundred seventy one thousand eight hundred and nine bucks.
0: Then they had the summer backer thing, right? And then and not including how many people have upped their Kickstarter or summer backer levels via the Mm -hmm. website over the past what two to three years now. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy, man. It's I a lot. Steven's original
2: funding of uh-huh. 30 mil. <laughs> yeah. And that increased. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly.
0: He's basically in a position where he can dump in his own funds if need be. So it's like, yeah. That's 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 kind of the cutout. So as far as my my ideas on the shop, though, man, like, look, if you don't like it, don't buy stuff. If you if you want it, go for it. I don't really I don't really I don't really have a, a very solid position. It's just to me, it's about your own choices. Um, you could literally wait till the game comes to launch and make your decision. You know, I mean, nobody's got to do anything. They can they could literally wait till the day the game launches go. Well, there's not a box cost. So I don't have to pay for the box cost. And then they go, OK, so it launches this month. I'm going to go in and create a i on a sub. And then I'm going to just play the game and decide for myself. I mean, that's that's literally the the way this is rolling right now. So, you know, if you want to get in early, cool. If you don't also cool, that's that's my perspective and yeah and see there's plenty of people around here like prismian chat one of those waiting until launch there's a lot of people that are there's a lot of people in our own guild that are doing that too currently totally cool totally fine um they did talk about an upcoming dev discussion now we're gonna hit into all the other stuff and things here everybody but they did talk about the upcoming dev discussion on crafting that one was like one i'm like really interested in i'm hoping we get a lot of conversation from the community around this one because that's a big one having a really solid crafting system. I mean, I know Daedalus and myself, we've been like really wanting to get some feedback around this, because like right now, what you're going to probably see in Alpha is just going to be basic, basic, basic crafting. Which they even talk about um, in the bullet points here. So um, big opportunity to provide feedback. And um, they've been really good at, you know, accepting a feedback, but they don't like really deviate from the vision too much. It's just more of a here's what we kind of have planned. This is the way we're going. But, you know, if, if some of the stuff people are concerned about is like, something we're willing to adjust along the way than they do. And so far, it's been pretty good. Um, But yeah, they also talked about the CC or the content creator program revamp is close. So I know I just had Steven on but I need to probably try to reach out to Margaret again because kind of been in this pending place of getting her on the show and I actually wanted to try to get her on whenever they were going to be doing this. So that way she would kind of come on and kind of talk a little bit maybe more deeply about what the the uh, requirements are, what some of the, you know, those thresholds are like what their expectations are, what, you know, what their goal overall, um, for, you know, that really good working relationship is like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I I think that would be cool. Um, Let me go ahead and jump through these updates and just get this out here, because I already feel like we're going to start to go into some tangents soon.
2: Before that, I just want to add something to the live stream. Yes, is that we actually got, like, somewhat of an idea of how um, the reading Works in, in yeah. AOC. Mm. Like at the very beginning, they showed uh, showed us a couple of mounts, and one was actually made, uh, uh, quote, uh, not quotes. Mm. uh One was basically made from breeding, and it had like different colors and stuff. So I was like, "Whoa, interesting!" Mm-hmm. And don't forget about the Steven leak that they showed as well. That that basically gave a uh, big giveaway
0: on how the reading system yeah. works. <laughs> so studio update also, lots of work in the past month with furniture and walkthroughs via the new studio that they're going to be moving into. Um, yeah, they talked about a wall that they were putting up, that they basically have this wall that they're going to be sharing You know, things related to the community on. Um, they're hoping to have uh, everybody back or not back but into the new studio because remember they got out of the, the their their first studio they they left that one and they were preparing to transition to the larger one that had been worked on and everything i think the pandemic had really kicked in and then the people had to work from home and then they weren't really able to get back and, and continued that journey essentially um but now they it looks like they are so it looks like June 15th to July 1st back in the new studio. I think that's one of the things I'm a little concerned about since June 1st, to 30th is when they're supposed to be like letting people, you know, doing that play test, you know, for the whole month, Like that whole month they're going to have testing on and on and on uh, with the community. So no NDA and everything. And ho- hopefully it doesn't impact that too much. But um, I know Margaret's talking about doing planned tours. The dev diaries uh, are going to be popping back up again. Um, also, as much as i love looking at that like that footage just is, is gorgeous that frozen area like what it kind of blows my mind dude that it looks like this right now because i remember alpha zero and it looking like yeah you know, <laughs>
3: <Alpha.
0: laughs> i remember people were like it looks so good and i'm like no it doesn't It's Alpha zero it looks it does not look good right now you guys come on our games look really good, and this is not looking good right now. Like, <laughs> like there's real talk, man. It didn't look it didn't look good. It looked like it looked like a real early alpha is what it looked like, which is usually oh, not. Man,
2: it was something we needed. To... <laughs> it was it was
0: breadcrumbs. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, We also got to see this buoyancy video, um, which I don't have the footage for that, but I'm going to show the naval naval one on on uh, stream right now. Currently the footage for that. But we got to see their buoyancy test that they kind of had showed us. Um, Then they also showed us like, you know, just some random player jumping on a boat, um, kind of talking about the physics for that. that They've been working on that. And I mean, I was like surprised to even see anything for that yet. I mean, exciting, but surprised to see anything related to that even now. So yeah, yeah. so that was a bit of a shocker for me. Um, It was really cool to see that they're already working on that. Again, it's just like. Like all the all the moving pieces all at once and they 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 don't have a super big studio. So it's you know it's one of those things of like they know we know that they're recruiting people and they have really been pushing that narrative really hard lately too. Like, hey, share our tweets, put it out there, because what they needed, I think we talked, was it last time after their last live stream that they needed to increase their was a studio by like what fifty percent? Was it fifty percent? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fifty mm-hmm. yeah. percent. Right. And so that's definitely something that could potentially sounds like hinder like the pro- progress of the game if like that growth doesn't happen too so i mean i'm just speculating based on that but um yeah that's something they've been pushing pretty hard and like really stressing the importance of so um other things here the dragon's definitely going to go through this um let's go ahead and hit the dragons real quick um so they got the fire frost and forest dragons right they said that they were They've been working on these and one of the developers that was there during their um during their video you know, video of the dragons or video. the showcase of mm-hmm. that yeah um one of the developers that was actually there fighting it looked like a bunch of the developers were there um and it looks like uh, you know he was basically sharing the different uh you know like aspects of like how they kind of um like how their abilities play out in fights and things like that. So the first dragon was the forest dragon that we saw. And this is what he said. He said, area denial focused. So I'm thinking fears or something is what I'm thinking when I hear that. Um, Tanks or dragon have to basically soak up some of these like pools that are put on the ground that are poison. uh, That the dragon is going to try to shun you out of the raid. So I hear fears when I hear that. That's all the template placement, basically the circles that we talked about with the toxins or the toxic elements that are on the ground. Um, targets up to sixteen players with poison puddles. Um, now, one of our members in the community, Ugami, who I believe is here today, said, "Does the number drop based on how many people are facing the dragon?" The poison breath was also covering the ground and hitting players, so there's a breath attack. Um, I I, I kind of feel like probably I don't I. I'm wondering if it scales or whatever, but I I I would doubt it. I would bait I would I would, I would agree that's probably gonna be up to sixteen people. And it's probably gonna be far of why he, one of the many reasons that you're gonna need a larger group to actually face this thing.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean this is meant to be like old school rating mm-hmm, and right. none of that scaled depending on how many
2: players you were. So yeah. I mean, at. maybe the reason they thought that is because in the video, what's it called? Um, they kind, of, they kind of melted the dragon pretty quick. Like you could see, you could see the numbers dropping really fast uh, from from a large
3: age people. So maybe yeah, that... they had a bunch of people join as well, though.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I think I think they're going through. They, they did say that it's a work in progress. They might uh, like bump the damage numbers or the HP numbers. It's testing. <laughs> Anything could happen. Exactly,
1: uh, yeah. What's the target? So, what What do they want to see out of this fight? Is it like they want a 30-minute, hour-long raid type thing out of a, a, an open-world boss? Or what do you think?
3: I think they're just looking for big encounters. I don't know that that translates like totally to time. Right. I mean, I would expect it... I mean, God, a 30-minute boss fight, I think I might lose my mind. But yeah. but um, but I think they just want bigger raids versus, like, you know, you can have a group of 10 people in other games, like, take down a world boss. This is kind of the, you know, they want, like, 40-plus people to be able to take something down.
2: It's funny now because uh, you can see the video that the, the dragon here like it's it's basically a draft of the dragon. He actually got stuck at the very last of the fight, <laughs> yeah. not doing anything. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, what's it called? But I would assume they would they wouldn't just do this for raids. They would do this for um, like when a node reaches from a city to a metropolis stage, and a dragon's uh, dragon tries to attack the city. They would do this. Um, other than that i don't know really they would also use that for dungeons open raids as this one um
3: yeah and i like the fact that they have like re, you know like they have like <laughs> special resources that are used for high level crafting like that only spawn when these world bosses are available i thought that was like a really neat thing tidbit to hear. that it's like that's going to be something where again you're going to have to choose do you go after the boss and take it down and go for the buff? Are you looking more for crafting material? And are you going to try to Mm -hmm. kind of gather that while people are busy with the boss? Mm -hmm. Which I would maybe that tends to kind of go back to your comment, Deltia, about, uh, you know, a longer fight where people might be more distracted, like while others are gathering resources. Yeah, it just it's just a lot of different options there, depending on how they want to tune the fights but it was really interesting now we didn't get a chance to see the the fire dragon like other than maybe like the mirror images that spawned mm-hmm. in terms of mechanics but i thought the mechanics you know seemed really at least you know even for their first i would say major release it was really cool to see that they were already kind of thinking through you know specific mechanics like you had to be jumping you had to you know not stand in the fire i mean there's all these things that wasn't just you know the boss wasn't just a dps sponge yeah which was good there was some thought behind the encounter
0: dude that but, fire dragon man oh go on Delta.
1: so back to crafting it, from when i followed this for a while it seems like they're taking the old school premise of crafting matters meaning yeah you you do these big boss fights to get mats yep, and craft super epic crap. Yes. I mm-hmm. love that because yeah, same. basically, you know, people play Elder Scrolls Online, other MMOs, they play housing, they play PvP, yeah. they play PvE man crafting that mythic super uber rare like when you when you find that person that has a schematic or whatever they call it you get the mats it's like your guild is celebrating you know what
0: i mean yes the server too remember how the servers would be like oh my god someone got this back in the day you somebody on your server would get a legendary and it was like oh we've got somebody who's got it and then you have this like sense of like pride on your server and (sighs) <sighs>
1: you charge people like the, the first person that would get this schematic or whatever recipe yeah. or whatever. like yeah 100k gold for a potion well, which all right you're the
0: only one who got some yeah you could be that person and you know even on like when you talk about crafting in general like just uh you know you've got to choose like you can't do everything you could do a little bit of everything but when it comes to like really mastering your trade you've got one choice on that tree if you're like a blacksmith like One place to go, like one point where you can just be like the guy or gal that can do something really, 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 really specific. And that makes like crafting, you know, makes you very, like, um, you know, needed. Yeah, Yeah. specialized. Thank you. you Yeah,
1: old school MMOs where basically you would sit out (laughs) in front of the smithing area in Ultima Online, say (laughs) level X smither crafting ebony armor, and like you would just be like legit trader, like that was your job, and just sit there for hours yes. and hours and hours yeah. and hustle people in a game. You probably be doing that in real life, making tons of money. But right. No, 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 we're doing it again, it's fine.
3: <laughs> and Dude. that brings back some memories, man. Ultima Online,
1: no, no, no. wasn't that sick? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So fun. I spent an entire summer of my life getting a material only to die and have it uh, ganked off of me, and like I just rage quit, alt F4, uninstall. <laughs> yeah. my, my, my first horse
3: i was right around town i was so happy i take two steps out boom dead like literally it's like two spells gone and i like followed the people around as a ghost and in ultima online for those that aren't familiar when you're a ghost you can communicate with your fellow players, but all they see is, ooh, on the screen. So I was sitting there just totally like ranting and raving. And I'm sure all they could see is like, ooh, but then I was like, yeah. And then I rage quit myself.
1: <laughs> foreign Like, how can have this game? It's too hardcore for me.
0: Man. See, I think about these types of fights when the game launches too, right? Because crafting, crafters have the ability to, you know, adjust stats on gear. It's like it's a shame we're not going to see that anytime soon because they have stressed that it's going to be very, very, very much like the basics, right? Just to have the system there, some early iteration of the most basic function of crafting. Um, But they did talk about talking about crafting uh, said that there will be what 40, 49 unique sets, craftable, findable, questable or droppable basically for level 1 to 15 and they stress not representative of ashes crafting system based on on level or base level to represent the aspect of gameplay um something for people to chase essentially um and it's not going to be a system where it's like for the looks like the looks are going to be pretty standard looks or maybe a four or five sets you know maybe it's going to be around the race sets or something styles we've seen already um there's not going to be a whole lot of like choice around that specifically but um, you know, when we talk about these dragons, like the the ice dragon, right? It's got the yeah. the slow, basically the dragon applies a slow, right? It can freeze people in blocks of ice. We saw the swipe and four trails of like, like ice trails that went there, right? And that impact in a linear form and basically saying like, you know, that if you're frozen, like you, you could die, get your shit out of luck, man. You, you're frozen and you get hit by stuff. You're probably going to die. It's like probably going to kill you one shot. Uh the fire dragon, right, had a scary rage mechanic. Um, These are things they already have currently, right? Base base level things that they're testing out. But um, if you're not dealing with the other mechanics in the fire dragon fight, he will start one shotting people um, that there's going to be rings of fire left after like these meteors that are, uh, you know, uh, targeting players. Um, And we saw that mirror image of the dragon. It was like these fire images of a dragon and those things look gnarly man just popping up on the outside of the ring of the fight or something so gonna have a lot of mechanics to try out there but then when you think about crafting you know i remember having like a what like a ice was a frost resistance gear in like world warcraft and stuff like that back yep. in the day
3: and stacking fire resistance for molten core mm-hmm. and, yeah wow
0: yeah be interesting to see if we get stuff like that in ashes for fights like this
3: yeah especially like when they were talking about just like the you know different like weather effects that kind of came out with that i'm assuming that has Mm -hmm. some sort of requisite hit to your resist and you have to kind of stack for that i think that that would be pretty neat to be able to see that
0: so we actually had a, a point um from cy hunter who is here on Friday at the at, during the post show we, we do a post show after the live stream gather questions community feedback stuff like that so I understand this is what I've taken away from the different dragons in a few words earth dragon area denial ish poison stuff all over and stepping in it uh fire dragons actively occupy do not let its rage stuff turn on ice dragon <clears throat> avoid the hard cc do not get frozen you will die pretty pretty good straightforward I'd say feedback on the dragons but um they were talking about the dragons almost interchangeably with siege which was a little I was trying to like wrap my head around what was going on there when they were saying that um because they mentioned sieges in Alpha one are not going to be the end goal sieges but rather representation of core mechanics um, players are going to be able to join guilds so this is how you're gonna have to play this out guilds are going to form that's already been a function that they've talked about that's there so you got to form a guild join a guild and then the guild can sign up for the sieges on a daily basis. Um, there's going to be a certain amount of time for the events. I think that mentioned it being a number of hours, but I don't know exactly what talking three about two time. or three to three hours is really going to mean like it's three hours mean for the point of sign up to when it starts. So you have preparation time or what that looks like, but three hours is pretty significant. So um, essentially there's testing things with that <clears throat> talked about, Alex, uh, the uh, which is Slurpy, if you ever see him in game. If you see him in game, watch out because he hits like a truck. Can confirm, dude's really good, <laughs> really good at PvP. So if you see Slurpy, know that's Alex and know that Alex is a badass. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I remember taking him out during Apoc and then I got sniped by Steven. I was like, son of a. It's fine. Almost had that moment. It's fine. Got denied. But he was um he's been working on carrying over the siege uh, manager, the siege vehicle, like the seps craftable and things like that, like the points of uh, the control points that they were working on for Apoc. Um, was saying that the this was the process of transitioning these pieces and elements over was really easy because of the code that they had worked on and the code that they worked on in the MMORPG as well. It's made it very easy to transition over. Um, so that was really good to hear that they just needed to make some small adjustments to it. Um, Those aren't the types of things that they would be making claims on if they weren't very confident about it because they've learned over the years to not do that. Um, That was really good to hear. Um, And then we got that the sieges are 100 versus 100. There will be a victory mechanic where the attackers will have to achieve um, via this like casting on a relic. So when you, you know, essentially taken it, you've got to cast on the relic. Um, When the victors are determined, uh, there's going to be like this, the open world will be able to interact with a steward for goodies i don't know what those goodies are going to be but if you win you're going to go interact with some steward um any say they said resources um in the siege area that you'll be able to gather that are going to be necessary to craft uh the top gear currently available in alpha so kind of circles back to our point talking about the dragons and these massive raid bosses and things of that nature that Delcio was talking about right these are going to be your crafting materials to actually explore Some of those like better crafted gear sets in alpha. We got Jeff talking about there's going to be over 200 quests. Which I was like, shit, okay. I was expecting it already. Just keep in mind these quests are uh, 200 quests. Yeah, so there's gonna be over 200 quests so far. Bunch of dungeons, retooled boss fights, dragons in siege and an open world. And then extra mechanics in Siege versus the ones that we've seen in the open world, right? So I'm, I kind of was taking away that we saw the ones open world, but we haven't seen the ones that are probably Siege related. At least that was my takeaway from that.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Are those quest, uh voice narrated? No. Oh, text-based? Yeah. All, all quests are text-based.
0: That's the plan right now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they never... we don't mind that. Yeah, people have... Some people like or don't really like that. I actually don't mind it at all. Actually, it's not a problem for me either. Yeah, I, I don't mind it. Kind of like reading a book in pieces and you get to go on to the next story. Kind of a vibe for me. I mean, that was just the way I played him and most to start to. Um, but yeah, 200 quests, I was really surprised by being in there already. And again, remember, these quests aren't going to be like your. are very, very, very high probability that most of these quests aren't going to be seen in the actual launch of the game because they are making sure that the lore stays close to the chest and that most of the lords delivered in quests are going to be delivered till the release of the game. So expect that most of the stuff's going to be pretty I'm not going to say generic. It's definitely have a story, but probably isn't either the full scope of it or is um, maybe not even necessarily what we're going to see at all. So something to think about. Let's see. Okay. Said that there were also going to be a lot to discover or uncover by exploring in the world um steven also mentioned that this previous thursday that he had had a um, interview or not interview sorry meeting with the design team um and that the itemization on a lot of things that were going to be in it went really well so they were really happy about like what they're going to be introducing that things look good that you know his seal of approval essentially was passed on a lot of things so that's a good thing and uh also that they expect there's a lot of bugs that they're going to be optimizing over the next two weeks or so leading up to alpha one um so keep in mind what you see in alpha one and they stress this a lot and i'm doing my due diligence here to stress this as well Ship breaks in alphas this isn't gonna be a game you're playing like you're gonna be jumping into a live version of a game that's already been launched you don't expect to be playing it 24 7 for Every day of that period, expect that things are going to break, that they're probably going to have to take things down, that they're going to have to, like, fix some things before they relaunch it, before people can jump back in again, Um, that you are basically testing a game that's in development. It's a true alpha, meaning things are going to be broken. Expect it. Or expect that you're going to break things. As the great
2: person
1: Delty has said, (laughs) be a wet meatball. Be the meatball. (laughs) You gotta be a meatball if you're actually doing your deal. I mean, because can we be real? Can we can we yeah. have real time? Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of these folks use these alphas and betas just as um yeah. both on the player side of things and mm-hmm. on the company as a preview. Right? So another game that shall not be mentioned. We're gonna do testing. <laughs> Aka come here and advertise the game so get people hyped up, not yeah. actually listen to our feedback. So hopefully this is the players do take the time to say, Hey, this is yeah. wrong. And it needs to be reciprocal. You're not going to listen to every single thing players do, but, yeah. um, <laughs> I hope that there's movement on the listening because nothing like every uh, 90% of people say this is wrong and it makes it to live. And you're like, okay, was what's the point of doing that? It's just a sneak peek.
0: Yeah. <laughs> totally totally true though man like because i mean there's a lot of people that go and they'll play it too like and they'll they'll go and then they'll complain about things and then they'd never go to like wherever they're supposed to submit feedback and it's like man gotta submit the feedback gotta do part i'm probably gonna have like a google doc just sitting there on a screen and i'm probably just gonna go through and just make like random notes as things are breaking and then go and post it wherever they want it at and be like here you go man just dump the info and it does take time like especially if you like stream the game or something because you could be there for like x amount of hours you could be tired and you're thinking at the end of it like i've been in this situation before where like you go and you test and you stream it you show it you're focused on your growth and you're focused on all these other things and trying to like get in there and explore the content know the game or whatever and then you get done may not even stream it you might just play the shit out of it and you get to the end of it you played for like 12 hours or something and you get done and you're exhausted and you're like oh man but that feedback gets missing because then people don't go and they don't follow up and actually contribute. I've been guilty of this. I'll I'll own it. I've been guilty of this before. I've been guilty of not going and contributing. And then, you know, you see things in the game that aren't really working right. And it's like, I probably should have really done something and said something. Yeah, I think we've all all been guilty. (laughs) We'll like the next next person do it, right?
1: (laughs) We'll let the the next meatball do it. (laughs) And I'm too busy to type like one (laughs) sentence. I'm good.
0: oh these Oops. these ten words, man, It's just too much right there too much
1: it's too much
0: <laughs> yo, let's go to the concept art while we're kind of winding down the rest of this. Um, they showcased a lot of media, a lot of concept art, a lot of the renders in game two. um, they've been just trucking along with this. They talked about this um jungle biome, if I'm not mistaken. I believe it was jungle forest biome, right. That they were talking uh, about tropics, tropics thank tropic. you thank you thank you yeah so tropic biome um they showed some stuff related to like the dune is what i'm seeing the dunier um some architecture um some of the dwarven area they mentioned it being like crypts or something i was like mm-hmm. okay okay um yeah. I
2: love how they put the skills of, of how a character would look next to the buildings because in APOC and all the other <laughs> content that we've seen, it, it makes me feel like a giant.
0: <laughs> dude, remember those massive statues, though? What was that by? Was oh, that, yeah. What city was that by? It was like the Empyrean City or something with the massive tower. Those massive statues. I was like, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Those were huge. They were massive, dude. I was like, I'm like the size of like a part of the toe or something. <laughs> much. Crazy. Oh, man. Those landmarks in the game are going to be pretty awesome, though. I love I love landmarks like that. <clears throat> Had some questions from the community as well. But while these images are just kind of like scrolling through y'all. Um, The guy by the castle. That's a good one. Z in chat. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah they they've showcased a bunch of visuals they they've been really doing good with this 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 live stream was just really action-packed with a whole lot of stuff and things mm. man they've we've seen so much of the dunier lately man like a lot of the dunier. we've seen everything from housing to like you know statues to just like city entrances and stuff like that and i was like dude they have just shown so much of the dunier. When are we getting on to, like, the VEC, man? I'm looking forward to the VEC. I'm curious, the VEC orc? Because they're, like, the star children, man. <laughs> mm. You know? They're, like, mystical and shit. Man, dude. Wait, aren't, aren't the, the, the orcs supposedly samurai-like? The Renkai are, are yeah. The Renkai yeah, right and the... There. Yeah, the Renkai are. The Renkai orcs are, like... They kind of have, like, a Bushido vibe for me. Like, it's... You know, I get that vibe of, like, the samurai and stuff with mm-hmm. them, so which is very differ differing from to the, the vet because they're like, we're, you know, watching the stars and into all this stuff. And you're like, OK, how'd that happen along the way? It's pretty big, but it's like the Valoon, right? Versus the Kalar, they mm-hmm. are like, you know, wandering wonders and traders and stuff. And then you've got like the Kalar they're like, you know, fortresses and cities. And, you know, sort of like, I guess, imperialistic a little bit. Right. I feel mm-hmm. like them and the Imperian are both in in that regard a little similar but anyway um let's see here oh gosh you guys I just all right the eye candy is just going and scrolling along but can we talk about how steven can i can i can we sidebar for a moment and talk about this whole loot ninja bullshit that everybody talks about with me (laughs) loot
1: ninja yeah please tell us okay
0: can we talk about this for a minute and steven i really hope that you hear this because this is a very important point friend okay so you remember how people, uh, if you go and watch that PI test, so this is what happened. Delta, do you know the story? I do not. Please tell me. Okay. <laughs> all right, friend, I can cover you here. OK, so in the PI test, they basically took the video and they were running along and they had all the testers in the PI, the Phoenix initiative, right, testing and stuff like that. So then Steven's like, you can share your experiences afterwards. Like, awesome. So they go and they post the footage and we're telling people about the things that we could talk to them about, about the progress. And all of this review that's enough out of you. Paladin slash rogue is loot ninja. That's funny, but not me, not (laughs) me, not me anyway. So this is I'm going to ignore chat for a moment because I already know what's going to happen. I'm just going to ignore you guys for a second. It comes from a place of love and my own welfare and my own well-being, actually, but it's fine. So we're doing this test, right? And and they're like, all right, follow us around. So everybody's following the team around their portless places. to like, go and do stuff and things for video footage that they're cutting to throw on YouTube, which you can go watch. We go and we fight this like dragon, uh, or really worm, I guess really more appropriately in like this kind of like dungeon and stuff. Go in there, we fight it, kill it, right? People loot, people, someone else looted, by the way, not a problem. No, there weren't any loot rules. Like he wasn't telling anybody like, hey, don't loot anything, or hey, we need to try to loot this. We go to this like brood spider mother or whatever her she, her name is appropriately, and. Fighting her and stuff, and I'm there and we're fighting. And I got the nice guild tag on. And I'm rocking, it, and they're like, "We're recording." I'm like, "Cool, we're gonna be in a video, right? Awesome, we're going and killing it, and stuff." What What do you do, Delta? What do you do whenever you kill something well, in the world? You
1: gotta loot it right away.
0: Hello. It, it obviously, right? Like yeah, obviously, it's, it's
1: shiny, it's shiny thing you're working at. Thank uh, you.
0: Know. It's normal, right? It's normal for anybody, anybody that's played MMORPG. Okay, okay. So I loot, right? And then if you go watch this PI video, which I've done since done since he was on the show recently. And I feel really good about having seen this now. You see him go to try to loot the spider boss to like share the loot and show it with people. And he's like kind of sounds bummed out and disappointed that he can't. Well, I looted that boss because that's what you do. You loot the shiny thing. And I got this like uh, gear. Couldn't wear it and everything. Then he was talking about on a live stream about how like he was trying (laughs) to um, show the loot. But someone looted it. And they're like, all these people are going, oh, someone ninja looted the gear and all this stuff. It's like, no, 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 no. Actually, we went in a group. Everybody was randomly running around, looted it because that's what you do. And then nobody said anything about not looting it. So it's not ninja looting. It's fair. Okay, fair so, loot. The,
1: the loot's not tied to everyone? Like, only one person could loot a corpse?
0: At that time. At that time in that test. Well, how are you supposed to
1: know? Hey, hey every person for themselves, I'm grabbing
0: it. Yep, Thank exactly. You. Thank you very much. My precious in so, chat, I saw that. Yeah, exactly.
2: You do. Everyone.
0: Mm-hmm. you ninja. Deep That's down. That's enough, you know Murder it. Bunny. That's enough. Were editing. you the tank? Um, Were you the tank? Well, well, I think I was, actually, in that test. I think I was a tank.
1: But... Because that, that's the advantage you're close up to it. It's like, really? like,
0: yeah, yeah. So anyway, I looted it and stuff and then had him on. And then so one of my community members asked a question about like, you know, looting in ashes. Is there going to be like something for master looters or to against ninja looting or something. I forget the question exactly, but I asked it. And then Steven was like, wouldn't it be funny if in like the crescendo of his gaming experience that, you know, a sandal came along from above and just yoinked or a ducks rather came along and just yoinked his gear. So he was having fun with it and um to be honest i actually do have a little bit of a concern like one day i'm going to jog log into the game and i am going to be a loop he's he's mentioned this two two different times now and he i know think... your
1: account watch out <laughs> ultimate troll you
0: <laughs> ultimate troll you and if anybody knows anything about steven he's he he'll he, he he'll do that like he'll have fun and do that stuff he, he's not against doing that right so like a part of me is like Oh, that's so funny, but then there's probably going, like, oh shit, like what if he actually does like come and take some my shit one day? <laughs> anyway, this brings us all the way back to my point. Do you guys remember during the discussion on the live stream that just happened Friday? How Steven yet again mentioned the story of his. Anybody remember? Anybody? This story he's talked yeah. about previously. How when he played in Arcage and GM'd his guild how he would go and do this thing to where there was like a fight that would be occurring. And while all the in- people that were coming to attack his community were coming, he was like, Hey, just put a bunch of these gold coins on the battlefield all over. Cause something about this bugs people out and causes them all to crash <laughs> when they come and he knew it was a thing and he did it. it crashed him out. It crashed about like, it <laughs> so oh God, <laughs> there were so many coins or whatever so they'd all come and there was all these coins that it would like cause them to crash
1: mm-hmm. that's terrible
0: mm-hmm. so i just want to put that out there just want to say that just because it was important to note, you know mm-hmm. just want to put that out there look listen chat so sims paladin logic is two wrongs make a right that's enough out of you There was no wrong there's no wrong over here no wrong no wrong, no wrong. This is gonna go on forever. <laughs> Unbelievable. But then um, there was a good question though. Um, and I'm kind of curious about some of your thoughts around this. Um, someone had asked a question about caravans. I think it might have been digs. Um, this is the only question from the QA I actually pulled. So if you all had any for the for us here, feel free to jump in on them after this. The answer was essentially this, and this is the more important statement around caravans. So We know that you sign up for caravans right it's kind of a you opt in to be part of it so if someone's walking along with the caravans transporting their goods they're the defenders people can opt in to attack as attackers so a portion of the goods if if the caravan's broken in in part of this fight that occurs right and we already know that caravans are going to have like their own modules and pieces and stuff like that a portion of the goods are gone automatically so rip Portions directly, sorry, directly interactable by the players through wreckage. And that will then create this brawl that will come to happen between the attackers and the defenders. So the question then is like, how long after it's broken, is it still going to be there? Um, How much can one person carry based on weight? These were some questions that were posed by the community. Thought they were really good questions. I don't know. What do you all think about that? I dig it. Mm. I like the conflict element, but
1: the caravans themselves? hmm Oh, dude, when I heard this back in the day, that would, I got me fired up like it, if I still remember the way it works, it was basically the node system and transporting goods, right?
0: Yes. I mean, By the way, we, a, go go ahead. Ahead. No, oh we got a wild Steven in chat saying, Is that my boy Deltia? So Steven's here. What up, Steven? Oh, what's up, man? Yeah. How yeah, how long that, have you been here? That was one of the
1: things that fired me up when I originally heard about the game. I'm like, how immersive and guild impactful is that, right? Because most mm-hmm. most games you just wear a tabard and you go do an instance-based PvP thing over and over, but there's not really like a big impact on your environment or your world. So like yeah. guild pride matters, right? When you're holding a keep and it's actually yeah. functional for your game, you get a boost. Remember in Elder Scrolls Online, you would get a boost. So you know what all the PvEers would do? To be the top NPE guild, they all had to go flip the keeps. The mm-hmm. entire server had a benefit to PvP, mm-hmm. right? That's why caravans sound very interesting to me. If, it, if it's tied into the crafting, to the, the commerce, to the merchant, that, that, that's awesome. There's incentive to PvP, not just clicking a button and keep doing it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. <clears throat> you know what's cool about the whole caravan thing is like uh, they've talked about how there's like I don't know if I'm going to say seasons would be the right word, but there's almost like a, a ranking sort of system that kind of goes into like that whole thing. That's we don't know too much about it yet, but it's almost like it's similar to how like religious orders, for example, like you can essentially rise to the top of a religious order in the game. So let's say like your deity you can rise to
1: the top of a religious yeah, order. Yes.
0: And augmentation. This actually ties into augmentation, cool. too, like later did um, this. Yeah, so check it out. So let's say that we'll just go with the goddess of creation because the phoenix and it's sick and awesome. We love the goddess of creation stuff, don't we? Say that that's your deity that you that you worship, right? Um, You can choose not to worship in the game, but then you'd be missing out on this opportunity to essentially rise to the order. If you really worked hard within your religion to to rise, to aspire to be more whatever they've talked about, how if you get to the top of your order, you could see things like, um, during node wars or something, maybe specific abilities that you could utilize, um, potentially like augments to your skills. Although the augments they've talked about might be more in a cosmetic nature. Um, but yeah, these are like some of the ways you could augment through like religious order or have access to like other things. Yeah. And don't forget
2: that there isn't just religious orders. There's also like thief guilds, thief
0: guild, uh, scholars Academy, right? Mm-hmm. Scholars
2: Academy and all of these small academies and guilds. Yep. They all interact with each other. For example, yes. let's say you're in the Thieves Guild, they would tell you, give you a small quest to steal something from the Holy Order. Right that's how
1: internals do they all have a top tier player system essentially like a william a, 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 we know at least one of them does essentially yeah these religious really yeah. like one okay. yes but in different in different ideas but, right uh, like, like one stealing one's yeah whatever yeah. Uh, your level so it's pretty
0: cool. or caravans yeah. like there might be like a season or whatever they haven't really elaborated on this too much but it was noted that you know it could be that there are like certain things that could be purchasable i think they might have mentioned runes if i'm not mistaken correct me if i'm wrong chat steven you're here too but like might be specific like items that are purchasable for essentially like unlocking it through your work to defend or attack or something with caravans or whatever during a period so yeah there's all kinds of layers man that ties we could go on for days about this man yeah
3: yeah, the social orgs were actually part of the Kickstarter. One of their yeah. stretch goals, and so yeah, yeah, it'll definitely be something like players will be able to interact mm-hmm. with and their center play. So yeah, that's that's some yeah. pretty cool stuff. Yeah,
0: can't Absolutely. wait
3: to see what how that shakes out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Though in chat, I've seen the community wall is just gonna be cute. Yeah, it's gonna be really cool. Um, so yeah. <laughs> you have any other cute q a pieces that you all pulled away from that you wanted to make sure we chat about i'm going to be honest that was those were the ones i mainly pulled right there it's just that steven's awesome story about crashing people using coins on the battlefield that's That's, that's a good (laughs) pvp
1: that's a good troll it is
0: yeah there's all people in chat just like hitting steven going hey 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 listen now we do have one more topic, and I'm actually really happy we've done pretty good on time here today. We've done pretty good mm-hmm. on time, um, considering. So let's go ahead, and I'm going to post this link. We are a couple, we are a couple um, weeks now, I believe, behind on this one, but I wanted to definitely discuss discuss this point. This is a Guild Gathering number three um, discussion. Okay, measuring success, and the question that they are asking us is: How do you measure your success as a guild in a game? what kinds of things would you like to see in actions of creation to help you measure that success? Gentlemen, any, no particular order here, jump in.
3: I mean, if we're talking about systematic stuff, I mean, definitely achievements and kind of being able to see progression, I think would be great way to kind of show success and measure success, being able to have kind of ranks and some sort of kind of guild, um, time investment that players can, can track, I guess, within the game would be cool too, to be able to say, okay, hey, I've been a certain amount of time with this guild, I've done certain activities with them, so I'm getting Mm -hmm. some sort of in-game titles or credit for that. I think that would be something that would be really cool. And and I think those, just to kind of be clear, I would want those um, only to be active when a player is part of said guild for X period of time. And if they leave, that goes away and they have to essentially start from scratch. Cause one of the things we talked about, I believe it was a couple of episodes back Mm. or so we talked about, you know, some of those other systems where, you know, people would join guilds just for the perks or join guilds just to get certain items and then leave. Um, I definitely want there to be, you know, a trade off Mm. to to doing that and really making a guild choice, a meaningful one. Um, but those would be the ones that come to me off the top of my head.
0: Mm.
2: How I would measure it. I mean, I think Steven and the other uh, people in Ashes have said that they wanted to put like in game achievements from like having like a title somewhere in the city. I think, not sure. But how I would love to see it is basically, as as Simon said, landmarks are going to be amazing. I could imagine having landmarks in the city. Describing people's achievements for this specific you node, know, or city, or metropolis. So it's, it's either that, or they would gain certain perks for the reliquary. I think that's going to come naturally, because they're doing the raids. Um, and them having titles and saying, Oh, we got a certain item from the reliquary because of this guild and uh, the top people uh, that uh, rated the most the people who contributed to the to, to the node the most as well all of these types of things uh, i think that's one way to sort of make it
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very subjective isn't it like you know cuz how do you all measure success it depends on like the type of guild depends on what your objectives are i think like what you what your enjoyment comes from you know some people mm-hmm. it could be like rp elements they go and they they have their weekly rp events some people it could be like in-game progression focusing on raids or you know could be in this game naval content um i think for me it's for me it specifically is the camaraderie in within the community in the guild um it's achieving things together um so like you know taking down the first boss in a raid or you know the the final boss in a raid or um some really difficult objective that as a community that we've we've banded together to try and accomplish and then you know we failed we failed we failed and then that one day comes along and we finally succeeded um so i don't know you know necessarily when i say the question of like what kinds of things would you like to see in ashes of creation to help you measure that success um yeah for me it's not really something that i would see in the game as much as uh what we'd have to do in the game and you know if they deliver on all of these uh you know pillars and uh objectives that they have to deliver within the game when it launches and these things successfully endure post-launch and they're interesting and the boss fights are what they say then then they're going to already have that like the naval content's already going to be there and the the really awesome pvp fights could be there and you know i think as long as those systems are working and functioning and they're not broken then we'll already have that it's just going to be a matter of us um you know achieving that at least that's for me my perspective on it
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah any other thoughts on the guild gatherings measuring success
1: well i mean whatever your form whatever type of guild your form i've, mm-hmm. I've been in hardcore pvp guilds if it's hardcore pvp you know why you're there yep absolutely it's dominate face and you you (laughs) and people are gonna have be you can't be sensitive in a hardcore pvp you know you can't be a snowflake but then you might want a really nice social guild. true how do you measure social interaction oh that's a good point you you need something like to steven's point all sorts of lanes as he called it ways Mm -hmm. to Game well, you're probably going to have guilds that focus on crafting, guilds that focus on PvP, mm-hmm. and all that. I always thought simple things were good. Stupid titles, oh, Flex, yeah. flexing titles. Nice. There's nothing more fun than flexing a title. Yeah, true. Just walking around, just flexing, or even a stupid emote. Like you can only get the stupid emote from capturing a keep for 21 days, just whatever it may be. People will bend over backwards. I remember Warhammer Online. Our guild owned a keep. Nice. My friends texting me. Yo, you gotta get off work. We're about to lose this keep. All right. I, I'm not gonna throw up, boss. I gotta go. Like <laughs> that was our guild, man. Like it was yeah. like we gotta hold this keep down. You know, you throw an emote, you throw a cape, you throw something at us, yeah. something I can totally flex. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna
0: hmm yeah, and someone in chat already said too titles, auras, mounts. I mean, or is it something? Aura. We're... Yes.
1: Oh, hell of a good idea.
0: Yeah, they, we know the Phoenix Aura is part of like different uh, Kickstarter, uh, you know, tiers. So I mean, if they're gonna have that in, then the potential to add other auras for different things would be pretty sick too. Ooh, Steven says Warhammer Online was great. Yeah, for sure. I didn't play it, but I have some people that have like just given me all their stories, and I'm like, ah. Oh feels like something I missed out on.
1: It reminds me of kind of like a blend from ESO is kind of Warhammer light. And it sounds like what the node system and kind of the big, huge keeps what they're aiming to do with actually creation kind of more than that heavy Elm. So Warhammer is kind of that in between where you had Mm -hmm. go from zone to zone to zone. It wasn't just one big Cyrodiil. That's what made it really fun. So you would just travel around and time would just Mm -hmm. fly. The The constant fighting was just amazing that game
0: man dude it's one of those things i wish i had experienced like dark age of camelot i missed out on that when it was actually in what time. did you play, man
1: actress i mean oh, <laughs> boy, my, that's first, great.
0: my first mmo um, was actually world of warcraft so i didn't even get into MMOs until then i missed out dude i missed out on some things yeah i know
1: i oh, had a productive childhood healthy <laughs> <You> productive child <laughs>
0: I played mostly like you know Zelda games and like a lot of the Nintendo games and stuff like that growing up and you know and by the time the the 90s got there I was like you know doing stupid stuff in high school I shouldn't have been doing and you know, I spent a little too much time doing that, and I was like, "Oh, where yeah, were MMOs yeah. then?" That would have been really great to have that instead. But I digress. On yeah, the people
1: like parents think MMOs are bad. Like, gang, <laughs> right not want to. You have no idea what I was doing when I was working. <laughs>
0: I, it, dude. Yeah. The last thing you want me to do is leave
1: the house. Like, you need to say, <laughs> "Pizza!" Just, just go nuts.
0: Right? Oh man! I feel Like, in a lot of ways, my mom had to be pretty happy because, like, you know, we could have been doing a lot of other things that we weren't. You know, bad choices, man. Make good choices. I can say It's my lesson yeah. for y'all. <laughs> there is one. Oh man! So there was a something I wanted to share too, and this one actually comes from a community member, and this was just all around just kind of cool, and I'm glad to fit this one in here. Man, this was really fun. This is Dn Frozen. If you're here, homie, this was really cool. So he he went and he took some of like the. Footage and images from like the team running around in Apoc, in a dungeon raid or whatever that was, went and took a rune alphabet and then went and tied that to the runes that we had been seeing because this all got triggered whenever we saw the the Phoenix, um, uh, the goddess of creation, sort of like um, throne, you know, sort of thing that we had seen previously released, and so people were like, those look like runes on the ground, the ones we talked about in our previous show, right? And so Frozen went, there you are, Frozen. I saw you. I see you, friend. So, yeah, we look, it looks like maybe the runes are spelling Intrepid Studios. So, it's actually kind of fun (laughs) because he went and he went and pulled it up and looked at it and did the tie in and it looked like Intrepid or Intrepid Studios. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. One of those fun things that you see somebody, hey, it's old news for you, Z. Good for you. Good for you. It's new for me. Okay. So, I'm showing it. And I think it's cool It's enough out of you, ma'am. <laughs> she harasses us often around here. It's fine. But in, I think it's really cool, though. I had no idea that this was even a thing, man. It's like really, really cool, man. It's, it's pretty cool. I had no idea that was even there. That was even a thing. Totally. She's like, sorry. And I'm like, not really. Not really too sorry. <laughs> oh, man. People die suffering Daedric language on Dolmens. Oh, man, really? I
1: missed
0: that too. Damn. Z's a bully in chat. <laughs> <laughs> only on Sundays, though. It's only on Sundays. Oh, no. Here we go. Oh, no. What is this? Oh, it's a link, but you can't link it because <laughs> Vive got a link and it's a protective measure for a reason, friends. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> oh, it's two years? What? Oh, my God. We're going to have to go look at that after the show. Gentlemen, it's been a fun time. We, we've chatted about some things. We've had some fun. We've talked about dragons. We've talked about Steven and a, crashing people in another game with coins. I don't know. Um, we've not talked about uh, murder bunnies too much. Probably a little bit of a break for you today, Faisal. But, um, you know, I'm tired. you know, <laughs> I haven't gotten too much of that. Um, but you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, it's always a good time. We're going to have another good one next week. We've got a couple. Yes, like chat says, alpha one soon. The sim will loot your soul. That's scary. Grumpy guy in chat. Just saying. Today was a pile on day Wembley. Yes, we have a lot of people in chat that are just, hey, y'all are awesome. You're, you're seriously what makes the show the best time and uh, why we've had 120 as of today for. Awesome episodes, my friends. Congratulations. Here's to another 120 some more. It's kind of hard to believe we've done this many. But i'm proud of it we've got a good show we got a great community and uh, you all contribute immensely to it so keep contributing um keep staying the course we're just a couple weeks away from the alpha one no nda showcase period so let's get to it shall we let gentlemen let's go ahead and do a shout out let people know your domains where you reign where they can find you when you're not on this show starting with daedalus
3: all right. You can find me on Twitter at the Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash
2: C slash the
3: Ashen Herald.
0: And Faisal.
2: You guys can find me on Twitch as Faisal108 mm-hmm. and on Twitter as Bagel108. Mm-hmm.
0: And Deltia.
1: Um, Deltia is gaming everywhere. So websites, Twitter, um, YouTube, Twitch, all that. So it's Deltia's mm-hmm. is
0: Awesome. And friends, just a reminder whether or not you're on this show around this round table uh you know whether you listen to it on the podcast places you catch it on you know here with us live on twitch or over on youtube remember that you two are a pathfinder we're really happy to have you here much love friends to you trepid studios and until next time you all live your best lives walk in the light and have a great night we'll see you again real soon next sunday friends stay safe out there
3: take care everyone.